The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, it sounded it was a step down or a face removal. Those were the options for Governor General Julie Payette following an independent review of workplace abuse allegations. And uh, just word, uh, probably about 30 minutes ago, that Julie Payette is now resigning. Now, Global News confirmed the report first broken by the Globe and Mail uh, earlier today that the review that was done, and you might remember when this was all kick-started last uh, fall, that it paints a damning picture of the Queen's representative. Global News National Online journalist Amanda Conley has been working on this story. She joins us now. Uh, a busy day in Ottawa, Amanda. Uh, take us, uh, wh- how did we find out about the resignation? Absolutely. Well, it certainly has been a very busy day today. <laughs> certainly one uh, we could not have predicted that this would be the uh, the outcome earlier earlier this afternoon. Uh, as you mentioned there, credit where credit is due, the story was first broken by the Globe and Mail earlier this morning. Global News was able to confirm that the, the uh, workplace, um, the, re- the report into the workplace allegations had been completed and that it was painting what our sources were calling a scathing portrait of Payette, as you mentioned there in your introduction. Since then, we've been hearing more and more from uh, from sources who've been talking to Global News about this report, basically who've been saying that there were only two options for Payette out of this report. Either she uh, resigned of her own accord or the Prime Minister would have to be on the phone to the Queen to ask for her yeah. dismissal. Either way, really an unprecedented situation. There is um, a lot going on right now, but this this is certainly a, um, a huge story with, of course, big, uh, big repercussions here. All right, let's uh, let's kind of backtrack just uh, a little bit. That toxic workplace allegations first came to light uh, a number of months ago. The Privy Council uh, office hired uh, a consulting corporation in the fall to look into it. Have we learned more about um, about the, or what more have we learned about this so-called toxic workplace? About those allegations, what are we what do we now know about uh, what it was like to be in that office with her? So what we know right now in terms of the environment is largely what we what, largely what we had heard before. We have not actually gotten a public copy of this report. And again, there, there is a lot of uncertainty as to whether the full version of that report will actually be made public. The big concern here, of course, being that um, a lot of the individuals who were bringing these issues forward, who um, were, were debating uh, speaking to this, uh, these investigators, were concerned about repercussions to themselves, both in, you know, in terms of things like career advancement through the government is a very small town, very small, um, you know, everyone knows everyone. And so that that is not really clear at this point if we're going to get those concrete details um, coming out. What we do know, though, is that, again, what we've heard from folks come in the months leading up to this is that they were painting a picture of what, what's been described uh, to Global News by individuals who worked at Rideau Hall as an unbearable work environment, describing a constant barrage of, of stress, a negative atmosphere where um, one person was saying that there were there were folks uh, walking you know out of the office in tears at least once a week. Um, all of these things that certainly are, are um, not good reports of the workplace. And so it would seem, again, from this report, from what we've been told and how it's been characterized to us, that a lot of those uh, those sentiments seem to have been, um, it would appear at least substantiated because they, it did not paint a good picture. You know, for a job that is certainly uh, very much about being with people, around people, and making people feel good and welcome, it, it, um, it seems by all accounts that... Um, uh, Ms. Payette um, 
maybe wasn't the right pick for that for that job. Maybe didn't like people as much as uh, as uh, needed to be for that for that uh, position. So in September, the prime minister called. Um, Payette, an excellent governor general. Uh, what's the relationship been since then? What's it been like since then? And have we heard from, from the Prime Minister's office this afternoon on this news? We've not heard from the Prime Minister's office um, about this latest news. Again, as you mentioned, he had said earlier in the fall when this review first got underway, calling her an excellent, an excellent governor general. Um, and really, I think what, what we... Um, have been seen here is, is a perhaps a cautious approach. Uh, generally, you know, you don't often see uh, prime ministers weighing in on this this kind of you know thing. He is um, there, there is kind of a balance here in terms of <laughs> yes, he recommended her appointment, but she is also the representative of the crown, and so you've got again this this very kind of um, uh, special relationship, I suppose you could say. What we've been uh-huh. hearing is that um, ever since this review has gotten underway, there's been significant tension between Payette and Trudeau, uh, with the, the really kind of the source of that being uh, what we've heard at least is that Payette was giving the indication that she was resentful at uh, a perceived lack of public support from the Prime Minister for her throughout this. And so all of this really kind of factoring into the fact that the government has told or that we've you know we've been hearing that the government had hoped Payette would take this decision of her own accord. Amanda Conley joining me this afternoon. Amanda, before I let you go, I'm trying to remember it. I'm I'm scraping my brain trying to uh, you know go through the files. Has there been any precedents before where a governor general has been forced to resign or step down under, under circumstances like this? Nothing, no no public evidence, at least, of this. Yeah. We spoke with the uh, folks from the Library of Parliament uh, earlier today. They've been saying, of course, you know, it's always possible things like this may have happened behind the scenes, but there's no public record of this ever happening before. Uh, and so this, this really is unprecedented in a lot of ways. So I understand that um, the Chief Justice, I believe, uh, acts as a replacement until a new Governor General is named. Uh, when it comes to a new Governor General, what is that process? I'm, I'm guessing... I'd like to think maybe that there's a short list around somewhere. I mean, if we, uh, if uh, if they undertook this review months ago, would there be a short list? Uh, do we know about timelines for a replacement? We've not heard anything about timelines yet. Of course, you have to imagine this is the kind of job you don't want to empty for. Uh, you don't want empty for very long. As you mentioned there, uh, the, the precedent in the past has been that when uh, the post has been vacant, generally in the past, there have been a couple of instances of governors general who have passed away um, in office. Mm-hmm. In those cases, the chief justice of the Supreme Court has stepped in until a successor could be named and so that is kind of the the situation that we are looking at right now we do of course have um, a chief justice of the supreme court who would presumably uh, follow that precedent and step in if they do not have an immediate successor in the wings to to do that role all right amanda want to thank you for joining me this afternoon great work on this and thanks for making time for us this afternoon on on what is a busy day thank you you betcha, Amanda Conley joining us. She is a Global News National Online Journalist. So yes, um, that that report, uh, that independent review of workplace abuse allegations. There were you know more details coming out uh, about that. And earlier today, we started to hear um, you know talk about the situation for the Governor General would be either to. Um, 
step down or face removal. And of course, the prime minister doesn't want to do that because he would have to go. He, The prime minister can't technically fire her on his own. He'd need to go to, he'd need to speak with the queen directly and ask her to dismiss Payette if she refused to step down from the position. And you can be sure that that is not a phone call that uh, the prime minister wants to make.